Well, happy Monday, everybody. So glad you've joined me for today's devotion. We are beginning the book of Ezra, um, which is the story of the Jewish people returning from exile in Babylon. You'll remember last year when we were reading the book of Jeremiah, as well as some of the passages in Kings and Chronicles, um, the southern kingdom of Judah uh, collapsed because of one wicked king after another, and and God allowed Babylon to conquer the nation, destroy the city, burn the city, burn the temple, and 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 through three successive deportations, deported most of the people away as as captives to uh, settle them in different parts of Babylon and the Persia and other places. And uh, Jeremiah the prophet had said they would be in exile seventy years. And then return, God would restore them, and they would return to the promised land. Well, Ezra is the historical record of that return. And uh, verse 1, and if you've read this chapter already, it's a short chapter, just 11 verses. But if you read it, look at verse 1. He says, now in the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, the, the Persians conquered the Babylonians, and and uh, and so when that happened, Cyrus, the king of Persia, they had all of these captives because the Babylonians, and even prior to that, the Assyrians, had deported many people from many nations and settled them in all parts of that part of Asia and stuff where today Iraq, Iran, and other nations would be. And so now Cyrus... In his country, Persia ruled that area, and they've got all these captives. What's he going to do? Is he going to keep them there? What's going to be his policy? Well, his policy was not to deport people the way the Babylonians and Assyrians had done. So in the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, that's after they, they conquered the Babylonian Empire, in order to fulfill the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah, the Lord stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia, so that he sent a proclamation throughout all his kingdom and also put it in writing, saying, and then he goes on to let the Jewish people in particular return to Jerusalem and rebuild the city and rebuild the temple, and he provides financial assistance to them along the way. Now, the events of Ezra 1 take place about 538-530 B.C. Jeremiah had said they would be in captivity uh, 70 years. So how does the timeline match up? Well, there's a couple of ways to think about this. And remember, 70 years, I mean, seven decades, don't hold it to a precise number of years, but it's the time frame. Um, one way of looking at the 70 years is there were three distinct deportations. The first one, which was a smaller one, was in 605-606 BC, which included Daniel and his friends. And then you had the one in 598-597 B.C. that included Ezekiel, the prophet. Then you had the one in 587-586 B.C., which was the largest of them. Well, if you count from the first one with Daniel in like 605-606 B.C. down to 538-537 B.C., that's anywhere from 67 to 69 years, so 70 years. You, You got it. Another way some people count this, and we'll get into this later in another devotion, is when they were rebuilding the temple and, and, and so on around 516. If, you, and if, if you, you count that from the third deportation, 
around 587, 586, that's essentially 70 years, not uh, from when they returned, but from when they rebuilt the temple. So either way, you get approximately the 70 years. Now, what's interesting to me is the way uh, it's, it's recorded in this book is that th- this was Cyrus' policy, okay? But what, what the, the scripture tells us is that God worked in Cyrus and stirred up his spirit, his heart, to want to do this. Um, the, point, the point is that God is always at work and God can move pagans and they may even think it's their own idea. But God can move pagans to do things that are good and right. God can stir up pagans to accomplish his will, his purpose. And he did that here with Cyrus, the Persian king. So just bear that in mind. God can do that. Uh, something else, verses 2 and following is, is just the declaration to free them and for everybody to bless them and help them financially return and, and, and so on. And then I think it's verse 7, uh, God, God uh, or verse 5 rather, God stirred the heart of some of the Jews, some of the exiles to return to Jerusalem. No, here, here's the thing. Not all of the exiles, not all of the descendants of the exile returned to Jerusalem. Many, many, many did, but a large number did not. They just, and, and that's why as the centuries go by, you found Jewish populations in other cities throughout the Middle East and Northern Africa and Europe. They didn't all go back to Jerusalem when they could have. Um, something else to point out in verses 8 and 11, you have this leader of the Jewish people named Sheshbazar, Sheshbazar. Um, his Hebrew name, we know him as Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel. So just want to point that out, that out to you. Um, and, and kind of wrapping up this devotion, the takeaway for me is one that God is always at work and God always keeps his promises through Jeremiah he said 70 years, you'll be restored. That happened. God kept his promise and God worked to stir up the hearts of some to go back and God worked to stir in the heart of, uh, Cyrus to allow them to go back. So God is always at work, and sometimes he does it in ways that surprises us. And sometimes he works through people we don't expect him to work through. But he's God, and he can do it however he wants to do it. So trust him, be faithful to him, and just know that even when you don't think God is at work, he is always at work and always keeping his promises. Hey, God bless you. And I'll see you tomorrow as we look at this long list of people in chapter two, but read it because there's truth in it. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow.